What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the dude asked me, he said, uh, do you just give me a, give me a quote or your call sign or whatever? And so uh, like I gave him Steve for my call sign, right? Because that's my, my call sign clearly. Uh, and then I get, <laughs> that's just the, the name people call you when they don't know your real name. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I gave him, then I gave him the, the quote, right? Which is, uh, you know, I forget the exact word it is, but it's basically like, I wish people would, would call me sir without following it up by you're making a scene right yes exactly <laughs> i wish people would call me sir without then following up by you're making a scene. yeah yeah so so the dude asked me for a call for a quote too and so i said yeah okay here's here's a quote and then i then the, the glasses come in and everybody has just their call sign on there except mine which is this huge ass quote and so <laughs> which barely fits on the glass uh and the dude's like yeah we're just lucky the lady uh she said she could fit it on there, no problem. I'm like, why don't you just put my call sign? Uh, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, uh, I got drunk. So. Hello, everybody, and welcome again uh, to Apathetic Enthusiasm. I am Brandon, and I am Travis, coming to you from separate garages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we we found, well, I don't know if we've actually found this, but it seems to be that distance has its benefits. And in this case, uh, it's easier, far easier to record an actual episode video wise when we're when we're separate. Thanks to thanks to the magic of Skype. Yeah, I, I have taken zero uh, time or effort to actually make decent video <laughs> on, on my end. Uh, but you know, you know, it's, I, I am traveling at the moment. I haven't shaved in like two weeks. You know, it's a busy time in my life. (laughs) That's right. What, what, what have you been up to Travis? Uh, I have been cruising around my old stomping grounds. I am back in, in in your six foe. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, in, in, in my minivan. Cause that's real gangster. (laughs) Did, did Uh, (laughs) Did they have minivans in, in 64? I don't know. 1964. They were all station wagons. 
cruising around <laughs> in my Aerostar sixth boat. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I've been hanging around Southern California, visiting with tons of family and friends. Uh, took a trip to Disneyland. Uh, got right. got my whole crew up into the the Magic Kingdom for a couple of days. That the uh, Disney crew, which uh, was good, I suppose. Uh, yeah. It's it's really okay. So a, a small backstory. Uh, when me, my, when my wife and I were dating, we had Disneyland annual passes Yeah, and we would just go up there all the time, hang out. That was just like our spot that we would go to. Yeah. And then now I have three kids and it completely changes the experience of going <laughs> to the parks. Yeah. Uh, like I didn't, r- I was there for three days and did not get to ride space mountain until the third day. I mean, that's, Oh, Hey man, that's not. Cool. I mean, that's this is this is the world that I live in now. <laughs> this is this is the times. Um, but no, we had a great time, and the kids had a ton of fun. Yeah. And we've all, for the most part, uh, recuperated completely from from that that trip within a trip. But I, uh, I, things are good. I agree with the Disneyland like being different with with a kid, right? And like, uh, so I went went a couple months ago, but the last time I went was when I was just home from Korea for for that month right in like sure. 20, 2014 and in and the kid was he was only like two and a half right and like we're like oh cool let's go to Disneyland let's take him to Disneyland and he's still too young to really appreciate that stuff yet sure. um, and we can't go on any rides and we're like oh I guess we'll go on Small World which is fine over and over again <laughs> which is fine because it, it does get hot there I knew it was super hot for you it was like 106 the first day I was there. It was the only time in my life I've ridden Small World twice in a row just because the air conditioning was so glorious God. in that ride. It was totally worth it. Like, there was no part of that ride that I disliked because the air conditioning made up for it in yeah. so many ways. Uh, uh, and, you know, the music is catchy, so. It is. It is. I mean, it. It's so catchy. My kids have been singing it nonstop for the last week. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm slowly slipping into madness. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've, we've been, we did Disney and we've been hanging out. Uh, I, I guess I guess for our regular listeners, normally we would be on a onto a topic by now. Yeah. That's uh, right. But but this is this is more of a apathetic enthusiasm on the road. Sort of episodes, so so we have a lot of topics. That... <laughs> I, feel, I, feel, I feel like we should have like a motorcycle revving sort of sound effect, and then like I don't know some sort of country music or something. But you get, you get right on that, Aunt, or get, Brandon. You get get your mini running LCD video. You know, and I did. I get that. I got that DVD player in my van, and it is the craziest thing. It's never been that quiet in my car ever god it's you, you know what my parents well what my dad did when he was a kid with like all his brothers and sisters and cousins um obviously they didn't have you know tv dvds in the cars back then so they just piled into the the car as like a four-seat car with like eight of them and they just like pile into the back and like just stack themselves <laughs> they're like just, a, like they're a, just, this this I, and, this and sounds so, so horrible, but I picture those old diagrams from like the slave ships, like <laughs> oh, coming back, just like, like uh, I'm sorry, that's well, well they they did drive they did drive a '64 Amistad. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that where that's yeah, going? That's that's a good joke. Good job. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so this is apathetic enthusiasm on the road. Travis is moving 
he's moving to Omaha, Nebraska. I am yeah. staying. I am staying here in Hawaii. And uh, so this is the, this is the format. Well, I mean, not this particular show, but we're going to be distanced here from now on. Um, and yeah, so this I, is I, this is that that uh, that transitional period that yeah. we were tr- that we were preparing everyone <laughs> for for a while. We are we are smack dab in the middle of it. Uh, uh, yeah. And, and I think this episode is going to really demonstrate how different our lives have been <laughs> uh, <laughs> the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so you went to Disneyland. Um, I went what to work. Heck? I went to work. Yeah. I also did something. I think I went on a hike. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I, I did. I did see. Uh, I went. Oh, I was. Uh, went on vacation, well, not vacation, a work vacation to Colorado Springs for for about a week, mm-hmm. and um, I saw I saw some old friends there, and I saw The Conjuring too. All right, yes. Yeah, so you are you are definitely our our horror genre expert. Yes. Uh, on the podcast, uh, this is a movie I have not seen. Um, yeah. So you haven't seen I The will... Conjuring one. No, and and I how how could I possibly see the sequel without seeing the first one you know it just <laughs> that, wouldn't be right that's right uh ask me ask me a question about the movie travis and i'll but you know what i got i have an idea this apathetic enthusiasm on the road <laughs> i want you to tell me what the plot of the conjuring 2 is uh okay so uh i'm gonna start with uh everything being very dark yeah and for some reason very wet so so far so good Okay, good. All right. I just that's just every horror uh, trailer I've seen for the last like decade. Um, so Conjuring, you know, I'm I'm gonna take a stab at this, but I'm gonna say that there was a house that was haunted, okay. and a and a family moved into it. Okay. And then, and then they got haunted by the thing that was haunting the house. Oh man! Uh, Twice you were so the Conjuring too. <laughs> You, you, you actually so you're not you're not that far off when you say when you say that <laughs> you're not why, you're, why, why, why don't you hit us with the real surprisingly plot? you're not too far off <laughs> yeah so uh, in the conjuring one the uh so the conjuring and the conjuring two are based off of uh the stories about real people um these, yeah, okay. these uh this man and wife who were kind of like paranormal uh exorcists kind of in a way right ghost Anyways, hunters yeah, but yeah, yeah. On yeah. on like the Discovery Channel or something. Ba- basically, but but supposedly with more proof of uh, the paranormal, okay. right? Sure. Enough. Uh, so anyways, the Conjuring two. It, it's actually it's uh, the Conjuring one is really good. Chelsea and I both really like the re- like the movie. Uh, James Wan, who who's who directed the movies. Uh, I, I won't really get into the plot. I, I don't need to. There, it's it's a haunted house uh, movie. Um, and they're really good. But James Wan. He does something. He the suspense in in horror. He gets it, and in horror like comedy, like a lot of other things, right? It's it's built off of timing. Uh, suspense scares are built off of timing. And for people yeah, sure. who, who are horror fans, they they get used to the these beats, right? This this timing, the lead up to certain things. And so we're like, okay, well, something's gonna pop out at us now. And you're like, oh, there it is. Cool, I expected it. But James Wan yeah, does. It, 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 yeah. it, it becomes formulaic almost. To where yeah. you're, you're not scared by it. You just know how they work. And so you just kind of you Ex- understand the process too much. Exactly. And James Wan, he subverts that timing a little bit. 
he knows he knows that timing so well that he knows a different timing to screw up the timing of people who are expecting it. <laughs> so, uh, like, I'm watching I'm watching the movie. I'm like, okay, all right, okay, here here it comes, here it comes, okay. Oh, oh god! <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm in the theater, right? And the theater's packed, and and everybody jumps, and everyone's scared. Sure. Mm-hmm. And and I do just like the, I I do the jump, and like kind of like look around, like. Yeah, no, I I knew that I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I totally. Yeah, it yeah. didn't get me at all, guys. Totally ah, cool. ah, ah, God, get it again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, anyways, it was it was really good. I I, rec- I recommend it to anybody who who likes horror movies. Um, uh, now you said you really liked Conjuring One. Yeah. How w- would you say the Conjuring Two? Uh, improves upon the first one is just on par with it, or are uh, say- there any issues you had? Uh, with the sequel, I would say it's on par with it. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah. So I also went to the movies while I, while I was off. That's right. Um, saw a very. I also saw a sequel. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, this was uh, Debbie very, does Dallas too. Yeah. You know, the Dallas. The Dalliser. The <laughs> more Dallas. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was uh, Finding Dory. Um, right. Pretty much the same plot. No, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to, to guess the plot of Finding Dory. No, okay. um, have okay. you seen Finding Dory yet? Did, did yeah. you get out to the theater? Oh, okay, I, good, absolutely, yeah. Uh, you have you have a little rascal, and I know how it is. Yeah, don't. What what? Did, so I I saw it. I liked it. What did you think of it? Uh, I enjoyed it. I I um. I I don't know if I loved it, but. Afterwards, after when I was thinking about the movie, I was like, "Yeah, I know, there was nothing I disliked about the movie." So uh, I just I felt as as the uh, story was going along that there were times where like I didn't know how far into the movie we were or something like like the 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 plot development. Uh, I was I was sometimes confused on the timing where I was like, "Okay." They very quickly got to the the aquarium in the movie. Yeah, and then and then it was more. Whereas the original Finding Nemo was this odyssey, sort of this this epic journey from one place to another to try and get to where Nemo was. Yeah, like it 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 it. This felt more just like okay, they're already in the place they need to be. They're just in these little. Uh, Pockets. scenes like pockets of of experiences within that place and uh and so it's more it, it felt more to me like little episodes or shorts that were all kind of put together um yeah yeah they, they seemed uh they seemed kind of disjointed sometimes i i felt like they, they didn't they didn't always necessarily go with one another necessarily there's here okay here's my problem w- with the movie um I, I liked the movie. I liked it a lot. Uh, it's obviously not as good as Finding Nemo. Uh, yeah, would, it's uh, that would be that's. I mean, that's a hard uh, yeah. pill to swallow right there. But yeah, it's... um, what what bothered me is like Finding Nemo. Yeah, you know, it's fish talking and they're having this adventure, right? And and doing all this stuff and and some of that stuff you can you can ignore and forget a little bit. But Finding Dory does like more cartoonish things, like more. They they stretch the believability a little bit too much. Yeah, the 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 suspension of disbelief is 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 pulled a little bit tighter. Yeah, yeah. almost yeah. to a breaking point. 
Yeah, like like anytime Dory or one of the other uh, saltwater fish is in fresh water and is breathing uh, fine. Got me every single okay. time. Every time. I'm not alone. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a scene where <laughs> where Nemo and Marlin are in a tank near like a uh, like like a like a shop and there's like a plastic like frog swim or plastic fish swimming around or something. Yeah, yeah. And I in the theater turned to my wife and I'm like, "Do you think that they properly salinated that tank for the plastic <laughs> fish that they're trying to sell?" Because yeah. I don't think Marlin and Nemo would be doing so well in standard <laughs> fresh water. They they need uh, to have uh partially them them drowning and also just rash. I think they get a rash. If <laughs> like they should they should just speak with like a a deeper accent and like maybe like just sort of like a like just like a raspy voice just like no I'm fine it's good oh <laughs> uh, uh, gosh yeah. and then yeah. and then and then of course like the the climax of the film like just too much too much yeah for no me. and uh the the characters are fun and they're gonna sell a ton of toys because they produced a ton of new characters that they yeah. can market to my children um <laughs> who's who's your favorite new character this is this is a true test of our friendship no or series of characters uh i'm i'm, I'm trying to take some, I'm, giving, I'm giving you a hint so don't be wrong no i mean we have the septopus that's one of the first ones that's he's not my favorite um Mm-mm. series of characters i don't i Honestly, I like um, uh, the beluga whale a little bit. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know his name. Um, uh, Baloo. But he, it's Baloo. It's Baloo? Okay. But well, he, bear necessities. The, the bear. Um, <laughs> but he, he grew on me a little bit throughout um, just with his the way he got really super confident once he once he got his echolocation back. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm trying to, trying to think of who else – knew we had we had the the nearsighted whale shark and uh, uh his... it's the sea lions man no okay yeah those guys are pretty good <laughs> just that just that that one with the, the eyebrows huh? <laughs> did you stay through off, 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 off. <laughs> did you stay throughout the credits to yeah the very end? of course we always do yeah, um, I thought I thought it was a very nice touch to bring back uh, the the folks from from the dentist Spoiler. office. Sorry, spo- spoilers for the as folks. If, as if we're not spoiled enough. Yeah, we we um, but yeah, and and just to bring them back, even just to acknowledge those characters, because yeah. that's that's really the only thing that was in the original that they couldn't uh, organically include in in the in the new film. That's I think right. it's good. I think it's. I think it's a a solid sequel, and uh, yeah, I mean, I liked it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I I I liked. I really liked. I did really like it. Of course, I had you know had those issues. Um, uh, I I was interested just you know just with like the her origin story and and all the different uh, different types of of extra fish and animals that we saw. Uh, which which brings me actually maybe this was a forced segue or not doesn't matter. It's segueing. We are now segueing. I watched. It, I watched another movie recently with Chelsea uh, about about animals. Um, this one not so friendly. It's on Netflix. You guys should not check it out. 
It's called this... It's called Zombies. <laughs> what? Zombies. Now you say Zombies and yeah. I immediately think that this is on like Netflix Kids as like happy cartoon animals no. zooming around or something. <laughs> but <laughs> honestly, that would probably be a better better <laughs> series than this. No, Zombies is uh it's zoo zombies. <laughs> Essentially. Okay, uh, now no I'm gonna stop you right there okay. because again I tell me what heard this, nothing tell me what this movie is about. Nothing about this. So I'm gonna I can go two ways. Okay. I can zoo zombies can either be uh like a normal zoo full of animals that have all turned into zombies. Or and this is my preference, is a zoo <laughs> full of different types of zombies. Oh that that's that's pretty good too. Um, is it, am I am I wrong on all accounts? Here? No, you know what? I I think I'll actually make a movie about zoo zombies, <laughs> and, and it'll probably be better than this. Okay. No, no, zombies is in fact <laughs> your first choice, which is uh, uh, there is like a uh, nature reserve, and some kind of virus gets out, and it starts with, of course, the the chimpanzees, and then it spreads to the, all the other zoo animals. That turns them into crazed zombies. Um, so you so you have you have giraffes that that are zombies <laughs> that are that are killing that are killing people. Uh, you have oh my god, there's a gorilla, right? There's a of course there is. It's so there's bad. A gorilla. <laughs> the effects the effects are like if if you were to give me like a week with uh, Adobe Premiere, and and I was like. Like, like After Effects, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just You're like with zero knowledge whatsoever. Uh, get get an image, get some video of people riding an elephant, and and well, or just elephants, and then put people on top of it after the fact. That's that's how good the effects were in this. Like, <laughs> I, I've seen I've awful. seen your MS Paint skills, and I don't. Oh yeah, my god! I'm, I. I just, I just, I just MS painted somebody, uh, a miniature person sitting on a throne of chicken wings. <laughs> don't, don't doubt my MS paint don't, skills. <laughs> don't come into my house and, and, and sling, sling dirt. Dude, um, it's, all right, it's so, so bad. It's, it's by Asylum Pictures. Uh, uh, this guy gets ripped in half by a couple of giraffes. Uh, there's like, there's like a crappy, like person in a gorilla suit, but then sometimes it's computer animated gorilla. Other times it's if you if you like just terrible terrible movies go see Zombies yeah. Chelsea and fired I fired up on Netflix we we killed each other yeah oh and that's why okay. we're on the road yeah <laughs> half that enthusiasm on the road uh okay so I I will zombies. not watch Has- that hashtag Zombies <laughs> hashtag Zombies um what what else is on your list I know I know that there's a big uh, season finale. That happened this last week that we that we need to get to. We're we're about a week behind on it, but um, that gives that gives the streamers time to catch up, I guess. Here, here here's uh, here's what I have here's what I have left, Travis, on, on, okay. my, on my list of things. I have uh, VR helmet crap. Oh yes, geocaching. I wrote that down just because it was there. Uh, it's like treasure hunting. <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> check it off. I just checked it off. Uh, <laughs> we talked about Disney. Uh, so VR helmet, Game of Thrones. Okay, Twilight Zone, uh, The Shadow. So I'll tell you guys a little bit about uh, my experience. I have a, I have a good friend out here, uh, Tyler, 
who Barry is not Tyler Barry, not Tyler Perry. T- Tyler uh, Barry. That's Chuck Berry's cousin. Chuck Berry. Yeah. Um, but he, we, my, I brought my family over to his house, and um, he he's basically a very good friend of mine from like elementary school, high school, uh, and his wife has been wait like hold, hold on a sec they they let people get married that young out there you yeah. yeah he's your friend from elementary school and he's already married jeez that's crazy wait what i'm i don't i don't get the joke he's, I, he's he your friend up. from ele- oh oh he- <laughs> yeah we were in elementary school at the same time brandon <laughs> you're still in elementary school <laughs> Okay. Uh, but yeah, so he's been my friend for a long time. Uh, his wife and my wife were childhood friends. So uh, we're all hanging out. Uh, we went to Corvette Diner. If you if you are familiar, it's it's a good good place. Fun for the kids. I only know Corbin um, Burnson. Yeah. Anyway, and so he, he tells me, he's like, all right. Once, once the families are like done, right, and they go back home, if you want to come back to my house, I have an HTC Vive, and <clears throat> we—you need to check it out. You need to check it out, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, this used to be a tech podcast <laughs> at, at one point in time. <laughs> yeah, uh, those but were for the those of, for those of you that are not familiar, uh, there are two sort of uh, leading competitors right now in the VR space. Uh, the Oculus Rift is sort of the one that most people have heard of, uh, but HTC is also in the game, and they have their uh, Vive, which is a VR system that is available for purchase, if you have the uh, money, which I do not at the at the time, <laughs> nor yeah. do I have a computer that can support it. Uh, but based the basic rundown that I got from my buddy Tyler is it's a, a headset. Uh, there are a couple uh, controllers, and then there are uh, like sensors that you position in two corners of the room that actually map the room. Uh, um, and so, okay. and so he hooked it all up. He, he totally like transformed his living room. And then he was like, yeah, just come over and I'll watch you be an idiot in my living room for like an hour. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, I, I was a little skeptical and, and I, and I know we've talked a little bit about this, about, uh, how gimmicky VR is. I know a lot of companies are talking about it. A lot of companies are trying to make it into a thing. Um, but this was the first time I really had an opportunity to try out the full platform, try out a variety of different software titles. Um, and I got to say, the full shebang, I, I got the bug. I was hooked. Um, the very first thing that I did, uh, aside from his like loading screen, which he set up to be the holodeck from, uh, Star Trek, which I don't know. That that alone, I was like, "This is why we'll always be friends, you and me, Tyler." Um, but Tyler yeah, Perry. and so Ty, Tyler, Tyler, my good friend from high, <laughs> from elementary school, uh, <laughs> um, loved him yeah, and Gone and, Girl. Yeah, and then uh, the first thing he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna set you up with a tutorial," which was uh, made by Valve, and it is uh, they they basically pulled some elements in from Portal games and things like that. And just being in this open space where like stuff is folding into the floor and robots are flying around, uh, 
<laughs> and and you are stacking your hands on it. On yeah, no, um, I'm folding. Yeah, it it just I was immediately kind of immersed into it. Yeah, and I didn't, and it was a really um, easy to learn system that uh, didn't feel like it was in the way. So the headset was very comfortable. The controllers made sense once I started using them. Yeah. And a lot of the games actually will uh, create a virtual world. Yes. Yes. A virtual reality, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they'll show the controllers within the VR space. So you, because there's, there's a natural tendency, especially when you're learning a new controller to like look down for the a button or something like that. Um, and when you have a VR helmet on, you can't, you can't actually see them. So, uh, they, I, I asked Tyler cause I'm, I'm looking at these controllers in my hand and they have like a little power indicator on them, letting you know what the battery life on them is. Right. And, and I was like, Hey, is that battery indicator on the controllers in real life? And he's like, no, there's no point for that. So they just show you within the VR space, that, like what the battery levels are. But anyway, that said, I spent wow. about I bet the future I'm is sorry. now. I'm I'm so nerding out about this. Whole the thing. future is now. Uh, <laughs> they they show you the battery level virtually. <laughs> um, okay, oh my so here, God. It's, sorry, I got I got you I'm getting what? way too excited. I don't need this phone anymore. <laughs> the future. <laughs> the future is now. Um, so here are the things that I did that night. I painted in in a 3D space, yeah. and and there's a lot of videos of that stuff going around. Um, but that was really cool. Uh, I tried out the valve test lab, which had, it was really just a, um, a combination of, of miniature experiences and mini games really. Yeah. Um, like Wii sports or. Yeah. I mean, there was like, there was like an archery one where you're, you, you have a VR bow and arrow and you're shooting stuff that's trying to um, come (gasps) towards your castle. Yeah, I know. It's real. No. What? Oh man, if they have like a disc golf one eventually. It's it's very very possible. It's, uh, it's, the, is it VRE possible? It's virtually possible. Sorry, I'm um, I'm interrupting. No, no, no. There and I can't remember the name of it right now, but there was an arcade John. style game. What? That's the name what? of it. <laughs> oh, it's called John. Yeah. Um <laughs> but there was a a VR game where it's sort of like an arcade style, um, like old shooter type, uh, like Galaga type thing. Okay. Yeah. Except because it's in a 3D space, all your your dominant hand, whichever hand you choose, is is the ship, and then you're you're. Keep going. No, I'm just telling the, the viewers who that it's my right hand. Oh, your your dominant hand is your right hand, which. <laughs> Congrats to the viewers. The odd, the audio podcast <laughs> folks won't will catch that. At well, all. I was doing that for for the the viewers, right? <laughs> not not for you. So you're but supposed to keep you talking, and it distracted me. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so, um, but yeah, and so you're shooting all these little ships around, and it's fun. Anyway, all that to say, I I I played a bunch of games in this, and I'm hooked by it. I think that VR has a real chance of being, uh commonplace in households uh at least as commonplace as like current gen gaming systems not now i'm not saying this is going to happen this year or next year but i i would say within 10 years 
I think it's a very real possibility, especially with with companies like Sony and Microsoft that are developing their consoles to be VR ready. It's it's going to happen, dude. As much as you don't like it, it's going to happen. It's not that I don't like it. It's that I don't think it's going to be a thing. It's going to be as gimmicky as 3D televisions, as the Kinect, as Wii motion controls, as the PS Move. They, they're, they're moving towards that stuff, right? Uh, and before, before VR becomes commonplace, stuff like... Uh, you've seen her, right? Like, sure, yeah. Like more holographic stuff to me is going to be things that are going to be more commonplace, right? Because because you don't have to go out of your way for a holograph to, uh, if 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 it's if it comes to you, right? Like that to me, that's that's the future. Is things that that come to you, not going to a stand, playing on a headset, and being like, okay, here we go. Like, however comfortable it is. I mean, mm-hmm. I know. I mean, I just know from experience. If my headphones are on the other side of the room, I'm like, eh, I don't want to record tonight. <laughs> 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 you, you know, uh, it, it's just uh, obviously that's just a, a poor example. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, they've they've tried VR for a long. It's been around for a long time. It's not new, and, and sure, they're, yeah, make, and they're I, making it more more affordable and it's more intuitive. But I I don't know if I think it's a stopgap before the real stuff that'll be next gen if that makes sense yeah i understand and i'm with you and i think i i held that same opinion for a long time before i really got a chance to to use it for a long period of time and 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 the reason i say that is even if even if it's not standing up in the middle of your living room and mapping the room and doing like VR experiences where you're moving around and moving your whole body and things like that. <clears throat> the the level of the technology now for uh, immersive gaming, w- even if you're just sitting on your couch with a headset on, um, you're you feel like you're more in the game, and so, and so that and to me like just the subtleness of being able to move your head left and right, and it it's it's crazy responsive and 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 it doesn't feel like laggy or anything like that it just feels like you're moving your head within that virtual space yeah and so and so for me even if you're playing a game like something that we would play on on xbox destiny or uh the division or something like that even if you have an xbox controller in your hand i think being able to appreciate that environment more just within the headset, yeah. the The rest of this stuff is 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 great on top of it, but I think this will add another level to gaming. That um, yeah, maybe not everybody's gonna jump on it right away, but I know people that have a primary gaming console is their the Wii. So I mean, it's it's not gonna be for everyone. Those guys, but, yeah. It, uh, but that's that's where I what I mean by saying it's it's a stopgap. It's it's just it's as they build up this this VR technology, like that is going to be the jump into whatever's next down the line. I, I don't think that... I mean... I, 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 just, I, I just think that whatever is next down the line will include this kind of tech. I, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree that it will include it. I just don't think that it will be as widespread as... Um, I, I, don't, I don't foresee it becoming 
so widespread until it becomes accessible to the masses. And I made this, yeah, I made, this, and, and I made, the, I made the comparison, right, with the, with the iPhone before and the iPod. As soon as, as soon as the technology became intuitive and easily accessible to a majority of people, that's when MP3 players and smartphones really right. took the lead, yeah. right? Yeah, I'll, and I'll, I'll close with this. I feel that my personal experience, once I understood how the controllers were laid out, my ability to interface with the, the things I was doing was was really pretty intuitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 real thing, the the challenge I think where they're at now, because I would argue that the hardware is at a good place where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And now it's gonna take developers creating games and, and experiences that justify the purchase price. I'll, because I'll- if they because what's going to happen, the, the purchase price for the hardware isn't going to come down and, and for a while unless they're selling them at, the, at where they're at now. And so they need the developers to kind of create that stuff that's going to continue to drive the business and get people um, playing full games. Because, I mean, you're still limited to, you know, a two by three foot space or something like that yeah. to, to move around in. <clears throat> and, that, and that creates challenges when you when you think about games where... Typically, you're running around and doing things like that. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll make this comparison uh, to to end it off on the in the mid '90s, right? You had the you had the Super Nintendo, you had the Sega Genesis, you had TurboGrafx-16. I'll throw out there because hey, just because I had one, right? Yeah. But then you had like the Jaguar, and you had the Neo Geo, and yeah. and part of the reason like the Jaguar failed and the Neo Geo failed was they were so damn expensive and they were so inaccessible price-wise that they were more, they're kind of like, I'll, I'll just say elite just because I can't think of any other word. They're yeah. kind of elitist, right? Like it was it was much more difficult to get a, a hole in those systems and because the masses could didn't have easy, easy access to them, yeah. I, I think yeah. that partially failed. And the only reason that you were able to experience the VR and get this have this revelation is because you had a friend who was either rich or lucky enough to have this available to you that you could see how it worked. The The majority of people who are out there, gamers included, do not have the funds to, to experience this. And that's why I say until it becomes more commonplace and more accessible, I don't see it happening. Yeah. And, not saying and it can't, but I, I, I agree don't with it. you. Yeah. The 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 couple things that I'll, and these are these are E three bullets, but uh, Microsoft is planning to have an Xbox One that that is VR ready, uh, I think within twenty by twenty seventeen, and, and PlayStation is already setting up their their PlayStation VR. So uh, I I can't speak for how those will integrate and and the level of quality of those VR experiences, but uh, I'm convinced that. One day we could be standing in a field in in the middle of of Westeros, uh, observing a mighty battle taking place, <laughs> and that is my forced transition, ladies and gentlemen. Segway, uh, segway, segway, segway. Uh, Game of Thrones. The, Game of Thrones uh, is over. It's over. The well, it's not over. The season's over. Um, uh, so, so so since Game of Thrones is. Uh, Still going, the season season six is over now. 
uh, there's still a lot of people who haven't seen it. Uh, we'll just go ahead and say I, I won't. I won't. I won't talk about spoilers. All right. I don't actually want to talk about the, necessarily the show itself. Um, just va- vaguely, this season. I, I like the season overall. What did you think of the season overall? Sans uh, spoilers. Yeah, I I, I really enjoyed um, the season. There were there were some some points where certain episodes felt a little bit slower than others. Um, I, which I think is it's it's part of what Game of Thrones is. It's it, it happens every year with with so many characters, such a large uh, amount of land to cover, and and different and different people. Uh, some of the storylines are not as interesting or or developed as others. So there are times when you just you have to get through different scenes or different character arcs. Uh, to get to the stuff that you're really interested in. but overall yeah. i felt like for for being the first season that didn't have a wealth of of book information to go off of sure uh we i feel like we got a really great game of thrones season really cool things happened that we will not uh spoil for anyone um <laughs> but and, and i and i like where the series is going i like um I like the way that in the season finale they they positioned different characters um to make me eager to come back. Yeah. And 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 that's not always the case. Um you know, I I hate to uh continue to stomp on on the Walking Dead. Um but with the Walking Dead season finale, it really it, it gripped to a a big cliffhanger and sort yeah. of a big question of like what happened? as being the thing that is going to bring you back. Um, I don't feel like there were really any cliffhangers um, per se in the game of Thrones finale. It was more of a, Hey, check it out. This is, we've got all of these people positioned to go do really cool things or, or be in interesting positions. And you don't come back because you're, you're eager to find out the answer to a question per se. You're just excited about what's happening, and excited to see those things um, continue. Right, right, yeah. Because at the end of the season, you're not you're not saying to yourself who's gonna die. Someone's yeah, gonna die. All oh got- my god, what's gonna yeah. happen? You, at the end of this season, you're like, okay, this is this is where the 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 path of our journey of the story is is heading, and I want to see what the end of this story is gonna be. Exactly. I, I want I want to get to the end of the journey and and that's really that's my biggest gripe with The Walking Dead and and, and I've said it multiple times on yeah. just on this podcast at nauseum <laughs> uh is is that like you know stories have beginnings middles and ends and The Walking Dead is they don't uh Kirkman says he has an end in mind and I believe him when he says that but you know the showrunners don't don't they they're like let's drag this out as long as we can and you know what if if the main characters die eventually then we'll replace them with new characters yeah, and that's not there'll be, there'll be new people that we fall in love with or and you right? and you drag it out and you make it to where you know you don't care anymore and especially in such a, a pessimistic and cynical show as, as the Walking <laughs> Dead you don't want to do that and and I, sure. I've heard that complaint levied against Game of Thrones, but I always counter with, but Game of Thrones has a definitive end. And we know that now because there's, there's two seasons left, uh, 13 to 15 episodes, I think is, is what uh, 
the showrunner said. No. But anyway, anyway, you know, I, I I like I like the the season. Uh, of course, they had the slow episodes, but you know that's that's the nature of just shows in general. Shows can't be every episode be action, 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 yeah. or something happening. They have to set, you know, it's like chess. You know, you set the pieces up uh, for for later down the road. Okay, so for those of you who are all caught up with Game of Thrones, uh, and perhaps you've been watching along with us all season, uh, we do have our Game of Thrones fantasy league. That's right. That that you have. Uh, so so wonderfully, <laughs> uh, been been creating videos every week. Uh, check them out on our YouTube channel or over at apatheticenthusiasm.com. Uh, but the I, season I, the season has wrapped. We have <laughs> we have a victor. Um, how how did you feel about uh just how the GOTFL <laughs> went this year as our uh MC and uh, commissioner? For first thought. I want to give a shout out to uh, the one person who commented on every, who commented and thumbs down on every single one of our, my videos. <laughs> uh, we have we have a fan. <laughs> on, honestly, like I said in one of the videos early on, like, hey, give me a thumbs down. I don't care. It at least lets me know that you watched it a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, and so he did. He gave us a thumbs down on every single one of the videos and said, you suck on every single one of the videos. <laughs> Uh, and in week nine, I responded back to him and I said, um, like, hey, thanks for commenting. And then we had like a little brief conversation where he ended up saying like, hey, the, actu- the videos are actually not too bad. You're getting better. Uh, I just <laughs> wish you had more uh, more footage from the show in there. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was uh, Caulfield. I thought it was John. Um, yeah, who who is actually, I think, the the winner of our, of our league. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not entirely convinced that it's not him still. <laughs> Um, but you know, whatever, but anyways, uh, so that was the first thing. Second thing is, um, yeah, uh, the show, the, the league, here's the thing about fantasy sports. And I think Bob Carroll can attest to this. One of the coolest things about fantasy sports is, uh, you watch, you watch the, these players go out there. They, they get points for something specific run five yards, get a point or throw a touchdown. You get seven points, stuff like that. It's, it's specific. It's, uh, it's part of the system. It's, 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 it's scientific. I mean, there's, there's it's consistent. A, yeah, exactly. It's measurable. Uh, it, it's repeatable. It's, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's smart. Yeah. It's smart. Well, well, uh, specific, measurable, attainable. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know what the other, Testable. Re- like. Retweet. Yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> CRT. Hashtag. Um, but so so the Verge is uh, a writer at the Verge is the one who who set up this thing, the game of Game of Thrones. Um, and so they they're the ones who went over to Fantasizer and, and set up the points, and they're like, okay, you get a point for this, point for this, point for that, point for that. And then they do recaps every week. So what what happened with game? I called it Game of Thrones Fantasy League for for our purposes. What happened was the people who were doing the recaps over at The Verge, they, they're they not consistent. And they said at the very beginning, like, yeah, we have these points labeled out, but I can make points wherever I want, really. And I give points extra here, there. I'm the commissioner. I can decide the points. It's which, highly subjective. Exactly. Highly subjective. Highly. Which, and that's, that becomes the problem when... um 
you go a week and you're like, oh man, I just I tore this up. This this guy came back. He is going to give me so many points. And then the recap comes out and you got five points. And somebody else, John Caulfield, <laughs> gets like 100 points for whatever. Nah. Uh, for example, um, characters in the end, on season, or not season, episode 10 of, of Game of Thrones Fantasy League got like 50 points just for going across a body of water. <laughs> and and there there's nowhere in in the actual scoring chart where they're like oh yeah give them 50 points for that in the recap on the verge they're like yeah this isn't actually a scoreable item but i figure like hey it's pretty big deal let's give them 50 points each yeah and then even that they didn't give 50 points to a different character who was in that same collection of characters because <laughs> they're like yeah well he didn't deserve it so if you get yeah. that character and you're like, what the heck? Come on, give me those points. Um, yeah, no, I, I totally got you. I, it was fun. I, I like, I like the uh, fantasy league aspects. It, it gives us uh, another way to appreciate the show. Yeah. Um, and, and I try not to get too competitive about it, which is obvious because I came in last place for our, for our league. But, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, that, that, that goes along with the, the weird scoring. Yeah, sure. let's let's, sure. let's be honest with that. Plus, my complete inactivity for the entire season. Anyway, <laughs> uh, folks, we we talked about a whole <laughs> lot of junk. Uh, we our our minds are all over the place because we are all over the place. That's right. I, actu- I actually hit the road tomorrow as of this recording, and we'll be driving for like mm. four days halfway mm. across the United States. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing any meetups or anything, so don't yeah. worry about. And missing it up on social media. Um, but hopefully next week I will be in Nebraska. I don't know. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know if the internet uh, will be better, worse, or indifferent. Hashtag, uh, in Nebraska. hashtag Travis Cough, by the way. Yeah, that's... that's <laughs> that, It's trending. That's, it, it's just trending on Twitter. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so we're sorry if this, this was a, a bit of a... A jumble for you, but uh, it was. It's, this was the first time I've really gotten to have a conversation with Brandon <laughs> in a couple of weeks, so it was fun for yeah. me. I hope it was fun for you. Uh, if you want to check out more about Game of Thrones Fantasy League, any of these movies, or just the general stuff that we care about at the moment, you can find all of that at apatheticenthusiasm.com, plus a whole lot more. Uh, social media-wise, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash apatheticenthusiasmshow. Follow us on Twitter at apathusiast and on Instagram at apathetic underscore enthusiasm. I don't even have to read it. I can't. You covered them up. Your head's covering them up, man. Um, if you like this podcast, uh, thank you so much for that. Uh, you can check it out on iTunes every Tuesday uh, where you can also leave us a five-star review because that's, that's just a kind, nice thing to do. Yeah. Um, I, I know I what would have, Tyrion do? what, what would Tyrion do? What would Dory do? Uh, <laughs> what? um, I have, I have downloaded, I think 40 podcasts that are currently on my phone because I am taking a road trip this summer. If you are taking a road trip and you have not heard all of our episodes, check them out. Use your favorite podcast app and go download a backlog. Uh, we've been doing this for what 70, 73 episodes now. This is so, seventy four. This seventy four, baby. Dig into them archives. Cock the walk. Um, and and if you like what you're hearing, please let someone else know about it, and let us know about it. We love to hear your comments, even if the comment says you suck. 
we just want to know what you guys think about the episodes and, and your opinions about the things that we're talking about. So anything I missed, Brendan? Uh, no, I, I did. I did keep track of the things we didn't talk about uh, for our on the road stuff. Uh, but you know what? Guess what? You're going to be on the road next week, too. Yeah. I know. On the road part two. AE on the road part two. I bought a whole bunch of DC Rebirth comics that I intend on reading sometime in the next week. So hopefully we can talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. Let, I, let's let's just let's just let's just get stuff out of the way that we're going to talk about next week. All right, DC Rebirth. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, the Twilight Zone, the Shadow comic book. Uh, That's me, right. And me talking to the creator about that. A little S four YA crossover there. And uh, I I was on the Monopau Hana. Uh, podcast that's for a right. little bit you to were. talk about world of warcraft which i'm <laughs> which i'm temporarily back on oh no oh, um, no. and so so those those three things are, are things that i i want to bring up um okay so all those right are, we'll those are those ones we didn't mind. talk about <laughs> get reading get reading kids um all right well until then i'm oh, Travis. fight club fight club, fight club two fight club two. yes and fight club as four. well fight club yeah. two as well Keep 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 an eye out <laughs> on the website for for potential blog about that as well. Okay, maybe we'll just I, maybe... I, I I might make that in written form. Um. Okay. Oh, I oh, I, I watched a lot of David Cronenberg movies. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching Rick and Morty reruns because I have Hulu now. So. Oh, dude! Episode or uh, season two. Yeah. It's oh, on there. okay. So. Rick and Morty. Right. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. Uh, Brandon, it's great to talk to you. Good, uh, good seeing you, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, until next week, I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. Okay, bye. See you later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.